Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Janelle Rader about her Valentine's Day-themed wedding at Walt Disney World. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear today, in honor of Valentine's Day this weekend, how Janelle decided to have a Valentine's Day-themed wedding and what she did to incorporate the theme and how it all turned out. So welcome, Janelle. Hello, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the beginning and find out how you decided that you wanted to get married at Disney. We actually were scheduled to get married in my hometown in Milwaukee. And then we were actually getting married on my grandfather's 95th birthday. Wow. The date came and about a month out, we realized that grandpa was not doing very well. So we actually canceled the wedding, and then he actually passed away about two days before what would have been our wedding day. That was actually a good thing. So we tried to kind of change the theme up and, you know, what we wanted to do, and we ended up going to Disney to kind of, you know, get excited about getting married again. We waited about a year, and then that was my husband's first time at Disney World, and he absolutely fell in love with the hospitality and how much they paid attention to detail. And we knew instantly that that was our solution. So that was why we chose the Disney wedding. And we were very happy with the decision. That's great. So then how did you decide that you wanted to have a Valentine's Day wedding? We love holidays. I got engaged on Halloween. And we love Christmas. And I think we decorate for all holidays. So that was kind of why we did it. We figured it was the ultimate day of love. We also spent a lot of time with my grandfather. Every Valentine's Day, we would take him, we would call it an adventure. So um, this was the first year we wouldn't have Grandpa with us, so we figured that that was a a nice day to also have him with us. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, how did you decide what venues you wanted to have for your ceremony and for your reception? We looked at a lot of different places while we were at Disney. I travel for a living, so I have a lot of points. So we're, we're very lucky, and we can go to Disney pretty often. And I looked at a lot of different pictures, and then we would look in person. So ultimately, we really love the Grand Floridian and the Wedding Pavilion. We just thought that that was very iconic. I, I looked at the train location, and we would have probably done that at the Magic Kingdom, but we didn't want an 8.30 in the morning wedding. So that kind of you know knocked that out, and then ultimately... You know, the wedding pavilion was available for Valentine's Day, so that all worked out, and then we were then on to the reception. We looked at a lot of different places, and I ended up finding the prop shop, which is located in Hollywood Studios, and it's very, like, hidden. Not a lot of people have used it. I found it on Pinterest in a random picture, sent it to the planner and said, what is this? We went on location and had our planning session with our planner at Franks, which was amazing. 
And we got to see the prop shop and just fell in love because it has props from the parades, from past movies, everything from Bell and, and Be Our Guest props to Tim Allen and his lawnmower. So, I mean, it's really everything you can imagine. And the props change based off of parades and different things going on. So it was really cool. That's great. Yeah. And it almost serves as a form of entertainment for your guests because just sitting in there trying to identify all the things that you're looking at is kind of a fun game. Yeah. And we actually had the prop master, which was an actor that we hired, and he actually came in and, and talked to the guests about the different props and their significance, which was, a, he was a really fun character to have. Huh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Was there any kind of increased minimum or any other kind of price increase for having your wedding on a holiday? Because they say they have their little disclaimer that says, you know, prices may change on holidays. I guess I don't know for sure because I didn't get to compare pricing to anything else. But like the listed price for the wedding pavilion was the list rack rate. The prop shop was only $500, which was crazy. Right, and that's the standard price. So Right, so I think we got away with that and it, it wasn't extra. That's cool. Did you guys add any other events like a welcome party or a dessert party? Yes, we added in a few different things. So we had tea for all of my bridesmaids before the rehearsal dinner. And then after the rehearsal dinner, we had a dessert party. And we had it at the UK, which was really, really spectacular. And the pictures were awesome. And we wanted to do that more simple. The initial proposal that Disney came back with, it seemed like kind of like a second wedding. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we kind of cut corners there and we did Mickey ice cream bars and warm chocolate chip cookies and then, you know, cash bar. And we brought our own glow stuff to decorate and and give favors out, which was nice that we could bring that in. So that was a, a place where we kind of found different ways to save money. That's a great tip. So how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? The other part of having the wedding on location is we really wanted to have only the people that we really cared about there. And that really cut down, you know, the number of people we would invite and that sort of thing. And we really wanted to splurge on, you know, the people that came down and spend a lot of money that way as opposed to having 300 people that are acquaintances. So it really worked out. A lot of our guests had never been to Disney and they... It was a vacation for them. My husband's family came down, and we actually got one of the Disney private guides to take us on all the rides so they could see everything in the time we had allotted, and that was wonderful. I highly recommend that if you, you know, it's a big splurge. It's that cheap, but when you divide it by how many people are actually using it, it's not bad, so. That's cool. That's a good tip, too. Yeah. How many guests ended up making the trip? We ended up with 50, which was way more than I thought would happen. <laughs> <laughs> but still considered a small when you compare it to regular, like, at-home weddings. So it's oh, a nice yeah. manageable group. Exactly. Yes. That's great. So now, can you tell my listeners a timeline of how your day ran? We met everyone for lunch at the Grand Floridian on the Friday before the wedding. We actually rented through the Disney Vacation Club a three-bedroom villa, which was nice because we could all kind of be together. That slept 12 of us. And that, like, from that moment on, it was, like, Valentine's Day galore. <laughs> we checked into the room. My, my man of honor got, like, 12 dozen roses from Disney Floral. So there was roses all over the suite and champagne and chocolates. It was, you know, very romantic and fun. And then the girls went to tea and the guys went shopping at Downtown Disney. 
they have a great cigar shop down there, so the guys were excited about that. And then from there, we all went to the rehearsal, uh, which I think was at like 4.30 or 5. From there, we went straight to the dessert party. And then from there, the girls went to bed, and the guys actually ended up staying up and going into the hot tub until like 2 in the morning, which was fine by me because I was getting up the next day at 3.30 in the morning for makeup and hair. <laughs> uh, and then the girls that weren't staying in the room with us came over at around 4.30, and we did hair and makeup until pictures at around 8.30 or 9, and then the ceremony was at 10. And it was so cute because Richard came to the door, and I did not know he was coming, and I did not know who Richard was. So to me, that was, like, super special. It was kind of like a sign from my grandfather that he was there because he reminded me a lot of him. And he walked me all the way from our hotel room to the, the lobby of the Grand Floridian, which was really sweet. We took pictures. And then we had the ceremony at the wedding pavilion. And then from there, we had two stage exits. So we had Valentine's Day, like, heart-shaped balloons. And then Mickey had balloons. And then we had the bubbles and the flower petals. So we did a lot of, like, red and hot pink. Those were our colors. And we also were the last couple to ever have the confetti cannons inside the wedding pavilion. Oh, yeah, this has become something of a controversy. They're no longer letting you do confetti in the wedding pavilion because it's too messy and they don't have enough time to clean it all up. Yes. So I actually had it in my contract and they tried to take it away from me. And I told them I would pull a wedding if they didn't allow it to happen. <laughs> and needless to say, I got my way. <laughs> That's awesome. So then from there... We had a, it was technically a lunch brunch reception at the prop shop. And that was actually to our advantage because it saved us a ton of money. And we actually, from day one, wanted breakfast for dinner as our dinner. We planned it and surprised our guests and nobody knew that's what was happening. And it was really cool because we had like omelet stations and griddle stations and all these different fun brunch items, which was nice. That's awesome. And then you mentioned that you had the character, the guy who came around and explained all the props. Did you have any other entertainment at your reception? Yes. So when I got to the reception, I had my gown on from the ceremony. I went and changed, and I actually changed in Donald Duck's dressing room backstage, <laughs> which was super funny. <laughs> and then when I came back, Mickey and Minnie were there, and we cut the cake with them. And that was – it was – the best. I mean, our guests were so surprised. It was perfect pictures. It was really, really fun. That's great. Donald wasn't there, I take it, when you were changing. <laughs> no, but my man of honor was very preoccupied. He was like, look at this. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then you mentioned that you had two staged exits. I just wanted to go over that for anyone who's interested. So basically, you assembled everybody and took photos of one thing, and then you assembled them again and took photos of another thing? Or how did that work? Yeah, so what we did was we came down the walkway outside of the wedding pavilion and they did the bubbles and the petals and everyone lined up and threw them. And then we got in the car, drove a lap, came back, and then all the balloons with all of our guests were already set up. So basically the planners handed out the balloons while we took that little lap because we had a video running for our exit and they wanted to capture the full moment. And then when we got back, it was perfect because everybody had their, their balloon. And then we got to take group chats with the balloons. And Steve and I had these really big red balloons. And then everybody else had pink and red. 
Oh, that's fun. So tell me more about how you incorporated Valentine's Day into your theme. You mentioned the balloons and you had a bunch of roses in your room. What were some other ways that you incorporated that? Yeah, so the girls' dresses were hot pink and red. And then we had conversation hearts on all the tables. All of the tables were numbered with our favorite Disney couples. People wrote us Valentine's as our guest book. So as opposed to a traditional guest book, every single person grabbed a Valentine and they wrote us a, you know, a message, which was cute. And then they put it in a mailbox that we had. And then, you know, beyond that, the, the floral was very Valentine's-y. Uh, we had ombre petals for the ceremony that led all the way up to the altar that went from red to pink to white. We had, you know, romantic touches like candelabras and crystals. Um, and then our centerpieces for the prop shop were actually Mickey head topiaries. So I, I'm sure a lot of the girls have seen the topiaries that they've used for the, the little girls, for the um, flower girls. So as opposed to that, they made big ones and then put bow ties, you know, around the neck. And we had hot pink and red topiaries that we used on the altar and then ultimately at our reception. And the prop shop has a largely red color scheme thanks to that carpet, so it probably worked really well with your theme. Yeah, and we did, you know, a lot of purples and pink and red uplighting, so, you know, the color the color scheme definitely fit the, the mood. That's great. Yeah. So when you were planning, what were the most and least important aspects where you focused your time and your budget or you saved time and you saved money? For me, one of the biggest things that was important to me was the room for getting ready and how it looked for pictures. So the three-bedroom villa was gorgeous. It fit all of us. It gave a lot of different spaces so people could get ready. And then there was other spaces where we could actually take photos and look like we were getting ready. So that was a great place where I really focused money. It was expensive. I saved up for it. I used like three years of points to, to get that room for two nights. But then, like, we, we saved money because, you know, we got grocery delivery. So everybody, you know, had snacks and food. And, you know, we didn't have to spend a lot of money on going out for food with all those different people. So that was nice. Uh, we, you know, we brought in, we brought our own liquor and that sort of thing. So they weren't worrying about that. But I think other places that we focused, we really wanted from beginning to end for everyone just to have a wonderful time and for it to all be taken care of. And we were very lucky that. I mean, we paid for our own wedding and we saved and, and that's something that we ultimately did. So, you know, the guide, the room, I, I paid for a lot of the family airfare. You know, we did as much as we could to make sure that everyone could come and have a wonderful time and for it not to be, you know, difficult for them. And, and we were very, very lucky to be able to do that. But, you know, places where we save money, doing the lunch as opposed to dinner, I think, you know, that saved at least $50 a head. We switched hotel rooms instead of staying in the same hotel room the entire time. And, you know, there was a lot of add-ons that we probably could have done, but we didn't feel necessary. You know, with the dessert party, we just did, you know, the bare minimum so they could get the experience. But, you know, I knew my guests weren't going to sit there and wonder if they were going to be eating creme brulee versus a Mickey bar. I mean, either one, they were going to be happy. So that's a place where you can, you know, kind of save, and, and that's what we did. Right. That's a good point. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day? Oh, it was such a whirlwind. <laughs> um, you know, I think it was just having everyone together. You know, we were all together in that room, and it was so much fun. It was, you know, just kind of a four-day vacation that we were all enjoying. 
and I think, you know, that was the most fun for us to, you know, really be able to immerse ourselves in that and, and give people their first glimpse of Disney and in such a great way. So I think that's probably our best memory. And I think our, our photos are beautiful. I think that's another thing that I really am glad that we did. I didn't even know who Stephanie Caldwell was. I just looked at her portfolio and, and went with it. I didn't actually find the, the Diz Bride group until after my wedding. So um, I was super happy with how the photos turned out. And, and that's the other thing. I think the thing that really took our breath away was being able to go in the parks when no one else was there and, you know, going into the rides and, and all the different places. That was really spectacular for us and really fun. And then the last thing that was really special for our wedding that unfortunately another bride won't get to experience unless if they can convince Disney is uh, we had Mickey Mouse at our Magic Kingdom session. So in the morning they had Mickey come and we actually got to have pictures with him, which was something they had never done. And I actually talked to them after and they said that logistically it was just too difficult and they're, they'll you know look at it and consider it in a couple of years, but they don't see it coming back. That was something that I added last minute. I, it was the week of the wedding and I said, hey, can I add Mickey to the session and they said no one had ever done it let's see and they tested it out but I'm guessing if you really wanted it you could probably get it that's interesting that's a great tip because yeah it's always nice to discover new things or things that they hadn't even thought of and then I guess in your case it turned out that maybe it won't work in the future but it's always good to try (laughs) yeah I think it was just it's so early that it's hard to find someone and you know the logistics of it and and transportation and that sort of thing but you know, everything has its price tag, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? You know, there was only two things. I mean, I really, like, racked my brain about this. The first thing, like, the first thing, it wasn't wrong. It was just I wish we would have done it, is we didn't realize we needed transportation from the rehearsal dinner to the dessert party. Mm. So after the rehearsal, we had a pretty tight window to get to Epcot And everyone was, you know, we were at the wedding pavilion and, you know, we figured monorail or whatever, but, you know, I wish we could have just gotten on the bus and and handled that so people didn't have to worry. Um, It all worked out, but, you know, that's just a logistical thing. But the other thing that happened to me, which I would never wish on another girl ever, is I actually ended up getting sick halfway through our our ceremony. (laughs) So um, my dress was pretty tight and... um, I was sweating, and I remember telling my husband, I'm either going to throw up or I'm going to pass out, which is better. And uh, I, we have it on the video, and they <laughs> cut out most of it, but you can still see that. You can hear me saying that to him, and it's really funny. <laughs> and so I I had seven bridesmaids, so there was a lot of girls. So I went behind them, and I actually ended up throwing up, and, and Stephanie brought up a, a garbage can. And before I knew it, I looked over, it was all cleaned up, and, and I was fine, and we went out with the ceremony, but it was really cute, because while I was doing that, the pastor was, um, you know, asking the whole congregation to pray for me, <laughs> and it was actually very cute, and he handled it very well, you know, a lot of people probably wouldn't have known what to say at that moment, and, you know, and they brought me a mint before we kissed, so it was just, <laughs> it was kind of funny in the, in the end, so. Oh, and then did you feel okay for the rest of your reception? Yeah, the only thing that happened was I my my cleavage was bigger than I wanted it because um, I had to pull it out because I, I needed the airspace. <laughs> so uh, I was a little bustier than I wanted to be at my reception, but it was either that or, or 
not wear a dress, so I took that. <laughs> but it was fine. I mean, it, it was a little out there, but not too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like it was going to be a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? I think logistically, like the transportation, we wanted to make sure that was all there. But, you know, that's one place where we didn't cut because we knew if we didn't have the transportation, you know, down to a T, there could be room for error or mistakes or, you know, whatever the case may be. So I think that's something that I kind of always secretly worried about. But Disney is the best and they handled it really well. And, you know, that's what they do for a living. So you just have to trust in, in their recommendations and that sort of thing. Yeah. And is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Not much. I would probably add a video for our reception. We just had it for the ceremony and the exit, which it turned out beautiful. I wish we would have just had the whole party. I probably wouldn't have switched hotels as much as we did. We were there for a week, and we went from Animal Kingdom to Grand Floridian to the Swan and Dolphin. I probably would have just done two hotels as opposed to three, but we were also trying to show some of the family different you know, hotels because they had never been there. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, it, it was fine. And then probably adding the transportation for the dessert party. But otherwise, you know, I look back at the day and, and there's not much I would change. I, I'm very happy with how everything turned out. That's great. Do you have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? The wonderful thing about Disney is the sky's the limit. So, I mean, if there's something that's really creative, go for it and ask your planner and, and they'll try to make it happen. You know, you don't have to live in the box of what everybody else has done or what is on paper. They'll certainly get creative with you. You know, majority of our wedding I had never seen done before and it was not something that I was trying to, you know, mimic. I, I did a lot of sketches and different ideas and, and they were very open to that. Um, and the other side of it, you know, I highly recommend going to Franks if you can. That in-person meeting, going to France, it's very magical. It's very fun. We did all of our planning. We did the cake testing. We did our tasting. We actually got to go backstage at Epcot. We were in the kitchen for our tasting. Like Those are some of the wonderful memories that was just part of the wedding and part of the process, and, and that's something that we'll always remember. That's great. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I was featured on the Disney blog. So I can make sure to get you that URL or you can search Valentine's Wedding or Janelle Raider and that will come up. Or Prop Shop, I'm sure there's not many Prop Shop brides either. If you're a part of the Diz Bride group, you've seen my photos, you're probably sick of seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put together a slideshow of photos that will go in the post for this show so listeners can follow along. Wonderful. Well, Janelle, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think it's been really helpful for anyone who's interested in doing a holiday-themed wedding or just something a little bit out of the ordinary, and I appreciate your taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>